Tragedy struck Maine this week with the state's first deadly shark attack on record and its second shark attack of any kind. A 63-year-old woman was attacked and killed by a great white shark while swimming in the water with her daughter, leaving the region shocked. Shark attacks are very rare, but they do happen, and it's the reason why so much focus is put into shark education on New England's coast, and why experts urge people to be aware of best practices when going into the water. James Solikowski is a professor and associate director in the School of Mathematical and Natural Sciences, and has studied sharks in Maine and other waters for decades. This week, we were planning to run an interview we did on shark parenting, but when we found out about the attack, I wanted to get his thoughts on the incident, why shark attacks might happen, what he thinks led to the attack, and what researchers do to learn more about sharks after attacks happen. Being someone who studies sharks, the news this week has to be shocking. Well, yeah, to say the least. First, it's a terrible, horrible you know, situation that I think was so unexpected it took everybody by just uh just crazy surprise you know just how do you handle something like this and as i understand it this is incredibly rare this is the the first of its kind in maine in recorded history it is it is and you know the international shark attack file has been keeping records for you know back from you know when we were settlers here and if you look at that um this is the first fatal attack in maine you know, over that that time period. I mean, there was a there was an unprovoked attack where probably a porpoise shark had bitten a camera housing and then took off, right? Um, and besides that, there really was you know nothing going on until until Monday. What's the local reaction? Because this is where you're doing your research. Uh, what's your take on how local reaction has been to this attack? Well, shocking, you know, is 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 the best way to go about it. You know, it's disbelief. Um, and like, oh my God, you know, we have sharks, you know, am I safe? I'm never going swimming again. You know, those are all the sort of the gut reactions that are taking place. And, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, is there's always been white sharks in, in May, always, um, hundreds of years, probably, you know, thousands of years that have always been there. Um, what we see and what, you know, we're observing now is just sort of a natural predator prey relationship, right? White sharks eat seal, you know? And where we get sort of in the middle of it is that this is a coastal relationship. It's the, the, the seals are near the coast. I mean, the sharks are going to be near the coast and human beings are near the coast. Right. Um, and, and that's where it gets tough. It's tough. You do research in the area and obviously, you know, a lot about sharks. What do you think led to this attack? You know, that's the million dollar question. Right. Right, right now. I mean, if you look at just historical behaviors of, of white sharks and seals um you know that it's a, it's that again that classic predator prey i mean seals are a great food item for white sharks lots of fat um and they're always looking for a, a good meal and so what tends to happen is that oftentimes the white sharks are looking for individuals that are sick weak dying right kind of loners you know doing their own kind of thing or not acting normally and here comes, you know, a, a human being who's swimming uh, in an area where there's a seal colony, where there's, uh, you know, seals swimming around. Uh, and we as human beings in a wetsuit um, kind of swimming look and resemble a, an injured or sick seal, right? And so we're like an easy target. And white sharks are all about feeding, you know, at this time. And so they're moving through the water as an ambush predator and they're moving as uh, like a Mack truck, 
that Mack truck has teeth, you know, and they're, they're, they're looking to incapacitate, knock out their prey item. And most likely that's the situation that happened that we have an unfortunate situation where a person was in the wrong place, wrong time. Um, and, um, was the, the victim of a predation event. Certainly. And uh, like you said, sharks have been around for years and years and years in this, in this area, and there hasn't been an attack. Would there be anything maybe related to climate change or like seal populations that might have made this more likely? Climate change really isn't a factor. Um, you know, white sharks have been in, in Maine again for hundreds of years, um, if not more. Seals have been around, right? So there, you've always had that. Um, and if we were on the menu, we have a lot more of these events, right, throughout history. We just didn't have it. So we're not on their menu. We're not looking for that. So what it comes down to is, is these, in, these populations that are, they're slowly re- increasing. You know, you got seals that are really starting to come back and you have white sharks that are slowly coming back. Still, you know, populations are, are low, but they're still, but they're, they're building. And so now you've got that into the mix, right? A large seal population, you've got a white sharks that are looking for food. This is all right near the coast. Um, and there are people in the water. Um, and, Again, it's the, the the worst case scenario, you know, is what happened on Monday. But it's also one in the last, you know, 400 years or whatever it is of, of recording data. And as I understand, it, there was some evidence of shark activity beforehand. Your your uh, organization had actually taken a taken a photo of a, a bitten seal. Describe that. Right. And so um, on Sunday, we actually received a photograph um, from a citizen scientist that had found a seal on the beach that had uh, suffered a white shark encounter. It didn't, didn't, wasn't eaten, didn't die, uh, you know, out at sea. It kind of had this, we call it a sort of a failed mortality attempt that the seal wasn't mortally wounded uh, out at sea. Um, and then once it got to shore and probably died. Um, but it had a, a very big sort of bite mark on it. Uh, and that bite mark measured about 19 inches. And so that's a, a an, an, at least an 11 foot shark. So that's kind of where we're at. It's a big animal that's, that's looking to feed on seals, right? Um, and, um, you know, unfortunately, we had the, the situation um, that happened on Monday. Now, when a shark attack happens, and obviously it's rare, but what's the first thing that you look at? Like, what's, what's the first thing you go to to try to find answers in this? Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of kind of ways to kind of go about it. You know, you look at, you know, what are the species that are in that area that, that could do this? Were there any teeth uh, marks that would distinguish the species? All sharks have very distinct uh, and individual um, teeth structures. Uh, were there any teeth left behind? Um, were there any other associated predation or feeding events that occurred, you know, in the days leading up to this? And so those are the kind of the ways uh, that we can initially look at this. And also, what do the eyewitnesses see? You know, did they see um, an event that was uh, consistent with white shark, you know, behavior, um, feeding on seals? And so all those things kind of wrapped together um, can give us an idea of, of what animal may have um, caused that attack. These kind of attacks happen. The first thing that comes to people's mind is how can I stay safe? What can people do to decrease their chances of an attack like this happening to them? Again, that's probably the second million dollar question, right? right. What, what do we do? Um, and there's no one thing we can tell anybody to do. 
but what we can do is, is, is tell people it comes down to sort of what your personal risk levels are, okay, and the steps you can take in order to reduce those. And, you know, step number one is that stay away from hotspots, shark activity, right? And those would be where there's lots of seals um, or you see seals coming around, a seal haul out, right? Um, where they're sick and or, or has anyone seen a sick or injured seal, you know, in that area recently? Um, stay away from large bait balls. Okay, we have, you know, the species, you know, menhaden pogies around here that form these big balls. And, you know, seals will run through them. You know, we'll swim right through them and, and, and feed. Stay away from areas like that, okay? Don't go swimming at dawn and dusk. You know, keep shiny things off of you. Um, you know, try not to swim alone, right, um, in, the, in those hotspot areas. Uh, those are all things that, that you can do to reduce your, your chance and your risk of anything happening. But it's like anything else. You drive, right? So, you know, every time you get in a car, you risk getting in an accident, right? But you wear a seatbelt. You don't run a stop, stop sign. You know, you try not to speed too fast, right? Those are all things to reduce your risk. Um, and, you know, staying in water uh, that's, you know, waist deep or, or shallower. You know, all things that people can, can do to, to reduce their risk. But the reality is, um, you know, we're not on the menu. They don't want to eat us, right? Um, and if you can keep that in the back of your mind, then you'll be able to enjoy the beach knowing that, look, this was such a rare event that unless I put myself in a situation where, you know, there are seals, it is dark, I'm wearing a wetsuit, you know, um, then the chances of this happening to me are, you know, you have a better chance of being struck by lightning. When a shark attack happens, and it's pretty rare, but you almost feel like people are like, "Oh, we just have to kill all sharks." Yeah, you know that's the um, that's the that's the Jaws reaction, right? Right to go out and cull and kill, you know, everything that's swimming in and around there. The fact of the matter is, is that white sharks are apex predators that bring balance to our ecosystems. All right, seals are a meso predator; they're kind of in the middle, uh, and if they go unchecked, they're going to destroy an ecosystem, just like any other meso predator would. Um, that goes unchecked. We need balance, right? White sharks give us that balance and, and we need to have that. So, you know, that's their environment. They live in the water. Um, we need to figure out ways in which we can, um, you know, coexist, uh, in a sense. And the way to do that is information, a better understanding. And, you know, uh, Greg Scomo on, on the Cape and like White Shark Conservancy, they're doing a great job of collecting data on our coast. Um, right. and we need to take that. We need to build on that. You know, look for connectivity between us and Maine, for, between the Cape and Maine. You know, um, can we use some of their, uh, you know, techniques in order to, to, to keep people safe, early warning signals, things like that. And the only way to get that is through information. After an attack happens, I think one of the things that I think about is like, oh, did they close down the beaches? And, you know, but I think in this case, they didn't close down the beach. And I think they actually consulted uh, Massachusetts uh, on this. What's your take on closing a beach after a shark attack? Right. So, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's all sort of area, geographic, species specific, right? right. Um, and as long as, as people are, are in an environment and they are diligent and they are aware of their surroundings, there's no real reason to, to close a beach completely down. You know, maybe, you know, you, you warn people, you know, you can't go past waist deep, stay away from this, don't go swing next to seals, don't do those sorts of things. Um, you know, limit that behavior. But, but, you know, a kid who's boogie boarding in three feet of water, 
I think is completely, you know, safe and fine. And the history would suggest that, right? Right. Uh, over the last, you know, 200 years that, that we've been, you know, flipping around in the water here. Do you have anything else to add uh, about this incident or your, your take on it? I mean, again, it, it's shocking. It's sad. It, it's horrible, right? Um, but it, it it's something that um, we need to 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 build upon the information gathering. You know, we need more information. We need more data, you know, to help, um, you know, people coexist. And I think this might be uh, a chance for us to, to really push that forward. Thank you for listening to Shark Tales this week. Today's episode is another reminder to always think about best safety practices when you're in the water because we share the ocean with many other creatures. Take care, everyone.